Support for Let's Fix Work comes from Greenhouse Software. Join us for Greenhouse Open 2019, a forum for recruiting and business professionals to come together to dive deeper into the transformative impact of great hiring. For more information, go to greenhouseopen.com. Work is broken, and so is the way you think about it. Host Lori Rudiman is picking up the pieces so you can take control of your career, put yourself first, and be your own HR. With the Let's Fix Work podcast, here's Lori. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Let's Fix Work. I'm Lori Rudiman. When people ask me how I got started as a writer and a speaker, I can see a direct line between the way I used to use email very early in my HR career to the way that I'm writing my book today. I tell stories mostly about myself for illustrative purposes so people can learn. That act is called life casting. According to Brittany Hennessy, author of a book called Influencer, I'm a content creator who's an expert and uses a blog and other social media tools to share her knowledge, but I'm also a notable life caster. Those are her words. A businesswoman and an entrepreneur, and you've got a front row seat to my life. By the way, I highly recommend the book Influencer if you want to build a brand and figure out how to monetize your efforts in the age of social media. Brittany Hennessy was the first ever director of influencer strategy at Hearst. They publish a ton of magazines. And I believe Brittany wrote the first ever six-figure check to an influencer on Instagram. Yeah, this is all her fault. Anyway, I've always been a life caster, even when I worked in human resources and even when I only had access to email. Years ago, Ken and I were dating and we broke up for a hot minute. And I didn't know what to do with myself. And I knew we'd get back together because I'm a stalker, I guess. I don't know. But he was the love of my life. And I knew things were going to work out. But I also knew that I was in my early 20s and I wanted to meet boys. I wanted to go to the movies on a Friday night. That was always part of who I was. And so this was the age before Tinder and before online dating apps. And if you wanted to meet boys, you could go to the classified section of the newspaper. You could use AOL. (laughs) They had like a dating interface, a dating platform, or you could ask your friends to set you up. I was in human resources and recruiting at the time. And I figure, you know, my friends are supposed to be good judges of talent. Why don't I let them set me up? There was this crazy girl named Lynn, and she introduced me to her friend who was a Chicago cop. And I should have known right away this was a bad idea. He was a sad sack. On our first date at dinner, he told me the story of how he and his wife divorced. And it was because he was too chubby. And so he was on a mission, a quest to get fit and to show her a thing or two about why she made the mistake of her life. I couldn't believe I was at this dinner. And I couldn't believe that Lynn thought I would like this guy. I was so mad on a lot of levels but I also couldn't remember his name. (laughs) So, I mean, I'm kind of a jerk too. And I kept calling him Jason. And Jason is the name of my high school and college boyfriend. Like this dude's name was not Jason. It might've been like Bill or Bob or William. I, I don't know what it was, but anyway, he was not really happy with me. The feeling was totally mutual. And, you know, we went out a few more times because I really believed in the promise that this dude was gonna take me to the movies. But we never went to the movies and I wouldn't even let him kiss me. It was all like going out to dinner, having drinks, and that's just not my thing. So one Sunday afternoon, he called me up and said, listen, I'm not into you long term. I'm like, holy shit, I didn't ask, but okay, thank you. And he said, I know you're not into me long term either, but I just want to hook up with you. Except he didn't say hook up. He said, I just want to F you. 
Yeah. I mean, dudes, right? You know? And then he asked, do you want to come over right now? And I was like, oh my God, gross. You are nasty. And you've got the wrong woman, by the way. I also just had a breakup that I've tried to tell you about, but you won't shut up about your ex-wife and you're not listening. This breakup has really affected me and I've started taking Prozac and my body doesn't want to hook up with anybody. It just doesn't work that way. It's not like zero to 60 in 3.5 seconds. And by the way, dude, this phone call doesn't help. So this cop, this jerk, this idiot who just told me all about his ex-wife and all about his body shame issues said to me, you're on Prozac? I didn't know you were crazy. Then he hung up the phone. I was like, holy shit. No, you just didn't. So I did what I do best. I wrote about it, but I didn't have a blog back then. I only had email but I had a good email distribution list. And I sent it out to, I don't know, hundreds of people, including my mom. Now, my mom called and said, hey, what's this guy's name? And that's because my mom is a retired Chicago cop and she wanted to know if she ever worked with him. But more importantly, she said, you know, Laura, I don't think you should be writing about these things. It's just so undignified. To which I told her, you know, I don't give a shit what you think, mom, and you really need to mind your own business. I have that relationship with my mother, that's true. But in that moment, a life-casting business was born. I am a natural-born life-caster, and you might be too if you are brave and you're bold and you can tell the truth or some version of the truth and let your parents read it. It's really rewarding and meaningful to go through something, to be the first person in your community to do it and then share that experience. Like, it's fun and it's interesting, and I love doing that. And I think you might be a life-caster too. So why do it? Why be a life caster? Well, because you live an interesting life or because you have a story and you can teach others and help them learn about themselves or because you have a unique point of view that no one else has and it permeates multiple areas of your life. I have been a cynical and self-deprecating life caster who doesn't mind looking inward and sharing the embarrassing moments for almost all of my adult life. A lot of you are just like me, but some of you aren't. And some people actually go into life casting for the wrong reasons. They're insecure, they're toxic, they're trying to send a message to former intimate partners, or they're trying to reap some of the fame and the glory that they think is out there without doing the hard work of living an interesting life or learning how to tell a story. So I don't think you should life cast if you want to make yourself feel good. You know, that is a circular process where if you don't feel like you measure up and you try to life cast, it's going to reinforce the negative things you feel about yourself. It's just a weird cyclical thing you want to avoid completely. You also should avoid life casting if your family or intimate partners don't consent to it. Now, it's not like I asked for permission from my mom or my husband, but I've had a relationship with both of them long enough that they know that I can be trusted with a story and that I'm comfortable understanding what's inbound and what's out of bounds. If your family isn't comfortable with you telling their story and they're a major part of your life, you shouldn't be life casting. Finally, you shouldn't be life casting if you are ashamed or you shame easily. This is an industry where people will give you feedback. And if you feel shame at a palpable level, life casting is not for you. 
Now, you may be on the fence and interested in being an influencer or creating a community or life casting, but also embarrassed, but you've been through maybe cancer or you have diabetes or you're an entrepreneur and you you have some good ideas, but you just don't know. Here's the deal. If you are embarrassed easily, don't do it. But also, you don't have to go whole hog. You can do little experiments, beta tests, pilot programs, and see if this lifestyle is for you. You can go on Twitter and see if you can tweet anything that's meaningful and important to other people. You can be blog curious. And even if you're not in the fashion or beauty industry, you can see if blogging about your feelings or what you're wearing or vlogging or Instagramming resonates with other people. Life casting can take many forms. And whether it's a blog or a YouTube channel or even something on LinkedIn, it's worth doing and it can be lucrative. My nearly six-figure book advance came from all these years of life casting. I've created an audience. I've been brave. I've tried to tell the truth or some version of the truth. It's really paid off for me. But it's not for everybody. You can read Brittany Hennessy's book to learn more about how to be an influencer and a life caster and see if this is all for you. But here's a good rule of thumb to start. If you have something to lose, you can't do this work. Life casting can be truly rewarding and surprising, but it also forces relentless introspection and contact with a lot of people who are moved by you and want to tell you their story. If you don't have the time or the patience or you have something to lose and this work threatens your work, your integrity, your values, your marriage, your family, stop right now. Life casting is not for you. My final rule of thumb around all of this is that if life casting in any way jeopardizes your life or jeopardizes your well-being or the well-being of your family, it's not worth it and you're not doing it right. Hey everybody, Lori Rudiman here. You know I like a good conference that focuses on HR professionals and talent professionals as members of a community. That's why I'm excited to tell you about Greenhouse Software's conference called Greenhouse Open 2019. It's a forum for recruiting and business professionals to come together to dive deeper into the transformative impact of great hiring. This year, Greenhouse is celebrating the talent makers, people like you who have figured out how great hiring drives business growth. There will be panels, there will be case studies, and sessions that are interactive with workshops that will offer new perspectives and hands-on experience on the most important talent topics. I am so excited. I'm going to be there leading a panel. And to learn more about Greenhouse Open and to register, visit greenhouseopen.com and enter Fix Work for 25% off your ticket. That's greenhouseopen.com and enter Fix Work for 25% off your ticket. One more time, greenhouseopen.com with the code FIXWORK. Let's Fix Work is proudly sponsored by Greenhouse Software and produced by Danny Osmond at Emerald City Productions. Greenhouse was a fantastic sponsor over the past four weeks, so be sure to check out their upcoming TA and recruiting conference called Greenhouse Open. That's greenhouseopen.com and use the code FIXWORK for 25% off. Now that's all for today and I hope you enjoyed it. We'll see you next time on Let's Fix Work. All executives need to be podcasting. Podcasts are the number one way for executives to create an authentic and trusting relationship with employees and potential customers. That's why my producer, Danny Osmond, just did a three-part series on why executives should be podcasting. 
Want to give your company a brand or a face? Want to connect with current or future employees? Are you interested in pivoting out of your current position and into a new career or personal brand? Well, if you're an executive who is podcast curious, head on over to dannyosmond.com forward slash executives and learn how a podcast builds credibility, how podcasting gives you a leg up against the competition, and how a podcast can power a speaking career and help you write a book. Don't worry about finding the time to listen. Each episode is less than 10 minutes and Danny has put all three episodes in one place. Head on over to dannyosmond.com forward slash executives to listen and find more resources. That's dannyosmond.com forward slash executives. If you're ready to make a real change in your workplace, start today by number one, subscribing to Let's Fix Work on the Apple Podcasts app or iTunes or Stitcher or Android or wherever you listen. Number two, write a five-star rating and review. And number three, share it with a friend, colleague, or coworker who you think would enjoy our episodes.